Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD Guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to talk about some specific things that I think are some of the biggest triggers for probably a lot of people, but specifically for people with complex PTSD, I think that we might have a little bit of what you might call extra baggage in regards to all of these scenarios. And these are some of the biggest life decisions that we make. Um, And I want to talk about why some of them can be such huge triggers. Because not just is it a big, it's like the biggest decision that you make in life. Um, But it's also that we come with, you know, feelings of depression or lack of focus or feeling lost in life. Um, Not sure where we're going. All of those things that are fall into the realm of, I would, I guess you would say symptoms of complex PTSD. I want to talk about how they impact our ability to make some of the biggest decisions in our life. So some of these that I'm going to talk about are signing up for college and choosing your major. Another one is signing up for the military. Another one is buying a home. Another one is signing up for insurance. Another one is applying for a job. And specifically when it comes to your major, your college major and applying for a job, which that doesn't have to have anything to do with college, applying for a job, that could be a job anywhere. Why those two are a little bit different, um, because they say more about you, your major and whatever job you're working and why I think those are really important to get to know certain fields before you jump into them. Another one is retirement savings and another one is standardized tests. All of these, I think, are huge, huge things that we do in our life that personally, I don't think we get enough um, startup on them. We don't get enough preparation from I would say I would say 50% of the population, which is a big part of the population, doesn't get enough preparation for these things. There's definitely people out there whose parents prep them for standardized tests. Because I actually know a kid whose mom is like brilliant, and so is his dad, by the way. And he got a perfect score on his SAT. A perfect score. And I grew up with this kid. Like, he's not my age, but I grew up around him. He's younger than me. Um, so I'd known his mom, like, ever since I was a kid. And I thought, wow, a perfect score. But it's because he was raised by people who taught him how to take that test. He was geared to it. Um, another thing is, um, like I said, when you have complex PTSD, we already have triggers, right? So I have said to you, two of my biggest triggers are feelings of incompetence and people's behavior not making sense. So if you have stress from both of these things triggering you when you're trying to just get through school and you might be struggling with depression and feeling lost and all these other things, your mind is focused on those things. Your mind is focused on your depression. It's focused on the fact that you feel lost. It's focused on the fact that you don't feel like you know where you're going and everything sucks. That's where your mind is focused. It's not focused on, um, gee, when can I start building my credit score? 
right? Your mind's not focused on that. Your mind's not focused on um, what type of job do I want to apply for and why? And what would be the reality of that job, you know? Because a lot of people think they want to do a certain job and then they actually do it. And the reality of it was like either way more work than they ever realized or it was just not exactly what they thought it was going to be. Um, and then they, they realized that, right? Um, like I, I had done volunteering in history here and there, and I had grown up with relatives who like my, my, one of my grandmas was a church historian of her church. And, um, another grandma was really into history stuff, but both sides of my family liked historical things. And then I ended up in history. So it, it kind of made sense that I already had like kind of an interest. One side of my family was really into genealogy and they always talked about it and family history, a lot of family photos. We always heard about reminiscing, you know, the older people were always reminiscing about the past. Um, so I grew up around history and then I ended up in history. Now working in history is very different than sitting around hanging out with the older people in your family and hearing about the old times. Um, very different. It's even very different from working in a church and being a church historian, you know, like my grandma was. So she had all the church history at her house and we would look at things. Um, but that's, it's different than just working in the field. Um, like I do. Um, so some of these things, you know, it's, and one thing that I would say about working in the field is I don't like the politics, which I've said on here before. Um, so I wish that there was, I, I want to discuss how these things can be huge triggers because something is, it should be as, in my opinion, it should be a little bit more simple. Um, signing up for school and choosing your major. I feel like that should be more taught to us by the time we're 14. All these things I think need to be start teaching to us when we're about 14 years old. How your credit score will affect your ability to buy a home. How your credit score will affect everything. Um, why, why you would never want more than one credit card. You know, things like that. Um, literally start teaching us things like that. And some teachers that I had in junior high, for whatever reason, I felt like junior high did talk about a few of these things more like the stock market. I had a, a teacher who would talk about the stock market and he's like, start young, start young. But we didn't really know how to do that. Like we didn't know how to get involved in the stock market. Right. Um, but he at least guided us a little bit. Um, and I just wish there was more of that, but I feel like my junior high school did a better job with stuff like this, at least talking about it a little bit versus high school. High school just, I don't remember hearing anything about any of this. Um, so for example, I feel like there's people who in high school or whatever, they know exactly what they want to do and how to get there and they do it. Um, for example, I have a younger relative in my family who they've her, her and her spouse, they got married when they were like 20 or 21. They already have a home. He's already served in the Marines. He's already done in the Marines. And they both have like well-paying jobs. And 
one has what I would call more of a career. Um, but they're both like kind of know what they want to do at such a young age. And I'm very impressed by that because when I was their age, which right now I think they're maybe about 24, 25 years old. Um, I wasn't even, I wasn't even done with my associate degree and that's supposed to be a two year schooling. And I was started that when I was 18 years old. Right. And a lot of that was because I felt lost when I was 18, 19, 20, I felt super depressed. I may, I struggled with a lot of depression when I was in my late teens, early twenties and feeling lost is probably the best way to describe all of that. Just super lost. I had no idea I had complex PTSD. I knew I had depression. I knew I had just all types of horrible thoughts. Um, but I didn't know. I didn't know that I had triggers. I had no idea that I had any of that. And so that's what I mean by extra baggage. It can just make all of this so much harder and it can lead to spending addictions or just wanting to drink or all kinds of things. And so my point is, if you struggle with all of this, you know, all these things, don't beat yourself up is number one. And if you do beat yourself up, forgive yourself like that you're so hard on yourself because I think when we're struggling with these things, these, this extra baggage, um, and then we're critical on ourselves or hard on ourselves or feel stupid, um, you know, it can really make it a lot worse. It's just too, it's just being too harsh on yourself. Um, so for example, I had a hard time focusing in high school, so I never knew what I wanted to go to college for, but I signed up for my associate at a local community college and I always liked art. So I would, I took art classes and I thought, okay, I'll do something with art, but it never led anywhere. Cause I didn't know exactly what I would do with art. Um, I took drawing one and drawing two and an acrylic class and all this stuff. And, you know, I, I just didn't know. Um, I didn't know. I took culinary classes cause I thought I wanted to be a chef, but people were way too type a, and I'm not good with knives as I discovered. So that was not my forte, but I still like cooking. Um, but you know, the stuff like this, I wish that we had been geared more or encouraged more again, starting at the age of about 14, there really needs to be more rather than just taking a class because it's a class to take, you know, really gearing, gearing kids towards careers. Um, you know, gearing them, like having little, maybe having little job fairs or pretend job fairs and saying, if you go into this field, this is what you would study. This is where you go to school. And, you know, having things like that at a 14 age level um, and having that on a regular basis or doing it every year or even doing it every six months or something, you know, twice a year and every year high school. So another one was uh, signing up for the military and buying a home, um, getting insurance, these things, you know, this, these are all things that I, I, again, I feel like people need more guidance on. Um, and again, if you have complex PTSD and you feel lost or you have depression or whatever, and you have a hard time focusing and you have stress and anxiety, I just think it makes all of this a lot harder um, even just keeping a job to afford a home can be really hard if you're struggling with depression and then you can't hold a job 
you know, if you can't hold a job, obviously you can't afford to make a home payment. Um, and if you can't hold a job, it might affect your ability to pay into your insurance. Um, if you have private insurance or if you lose a job that has insurance, you no longer have your insurance anymore. So it just affects everything. Um, another thing I can say when I was younger, again, I would say ages 18 to 24, I felt like I was jumping around a lot and, you know, a lot, a lot of people might say, well, a lot of young people are like that, but I think it's different for people with complex PTSD because we aren't just jumping around. We're literally just trying to figure things out. Like it's trying to figure out, you know, almost like what is just going to bring us a little bit of happiness if you're struggling with so much depression and feeling lost. And a lot of times the job that you might find happiness at might not be like the best paying job but at least you have happiness. So a lot of times I think we stay with jobs solely because we're happy and then we might be broke. Um, so for example, I didn't want to, I don't want to work full time at my history job, even though it would bring me medical benefits. And I'm not sure they'd be able to do it anyway, only because the way I came into that job, I think if I were to become full time, they might not be able to afford me because um, it would just change everything. So me being part-time, it's just the way it's going to be. But again, I'm, I'm just saying I wouldn't want to be full-time because I've learned it's, there's politics. That's something I wish somebody had told me when I was getting my degree in history, when I eventually got my bachelor. I wish people would have said there's a lot of politics and there's a lot of rewriting that goes on in history by whoever the, in the heck is teaching the class. Um, you know, to some people, it's just, Whatever the heck they want it to be. Um, and that's not really how history is. Um, but, you know, buying a home is another one um, that goes back to your credit score. But I would say there, there's a lot. I actually know a lot of people who have bought a home and they say it's not what it's cracked up to be. Um, you know, it's it's super expensive. Like if you need a tree cut down or there's any kind of dam. I mean, there's just all kinds of things. Um taking care of a lawn. I know a lot of people have bought a home and not, neither them or their spouse want to take care of the lawn. They don't, they just don't want to do it. They're tired of it. Um, and I've had people tell me, they're like, man, we sh they're like, you're smart to just live in an apartment. Um, you don't have to worry about this, 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 and this. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Um, I've, the only reason I would even want a house is for a garage. I would want a garage and I'd want to be able to have like a bonfire and that's it. That's all I would care about is having a garage and a bonfire. So someplace to park a car and just fiddle with things in the garage and someplace to have like a weenie roast. Like that's all I would really care about. Um, so applying for a job, retirement savings and standardized tests Again, all of these things, especially your retirement savings. Um, so like, for example, if, if you're like 14 or so, if there had been like little job fairs type things in school, which I, I think some schools do do stuff like that. You know, it's like career, career fairs, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I really wish that they would get more into the nitty gritty of certain things. Like what type of job is going to have this type of a pension or what type of job might have a 401k? What is a 401k? Um, 
you know, what is a retirement plan to look at? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and applying for a job is the same. So if you never plan to go to college, um, maybe you plan to go to a trade school because I actually did both. I went to a trade school and that's where I got my massage therapy cert- certification. I got certified in massage because it's a trade. Um, you know, it's a skill. It's a physical job. It's a skill that I have. And I actually like it more than the history job, um, by the way. And I almost feel like it's way more practical. So when you have a trade, it's way more practical. The schooling was a lot less too, and it was way more affordable to go to trade school. And it's a skill. It's like being a dental assistant or, you know, being a, doing HVAC or welding or whatever the heck, you know, some type of a skill. Um, so I actually value that way more than the history job. Um, even though the history job technically pays more and is more stable, the trades, the trade that I do, I could do almost anywhere in the world. Um, I could probably teach history, although I don't want to teach history. Um, again, I don't want to be tied down like that. And that's why I want to do my podcast. I want freedom in it. Um, I don't think if I was teaching it, I would have freedom. That's just my, my view about that. Um, unless it was like a local community class that was like for six weeks, which is something I tried to do at one time. Um, but again, these are things that if you feel incompetent in relation to these things, you know, I've listed about seven things here, signing up for school, signing up for military, buying a home, getting insurance, applying for a job, retirement savings and standardized tests. I mean, these are things that are big deals for everybody. But I think with complex PTSD, when you do struggle with hopelessness, depression, you know, even interpersonal skills, struggling with that, feeling lost, um, not sure where you're going, um, and even just, you know, negative self-concept, whatever it is, um, being confused by people's behavior. I think the military... So, for example, I'll just give myself as an example. I've never been in the military. I grew up around somebody who complained every day about being in the military, but I was never in it. And they always told me, don't ever join it, by the way. Um, The person I grew up around always told me that, don't ever join the military. But um, if I was in it, I would have had so much... At that time, when I was 18, 19, 20, I had so much depression at that time and I was so lost in life if I had joined the military I would have been so confused by everything I would have been the most confused stumbling person you'd ever seen Um, now the benefits related to the military and you know maybe living on a base or eventually being able to get a loan for a home things like that or getting a loan maybe for school Those things would all have been great. I would have liked that. I would have liked being able to know I can get this because I'm here, because I'm in the military. And I might have liked some of the structure of it too. It might have given me structure. But overall, I think I would have been very, very lost and just sort of wondering like what's next or... Or, you know, I I think I would have just wondered about a lot of things and been confused. I would have been lost. Um, But having said that, you know, I never did join, so I don't know. But 
Um, I think I would have liked the structure of certain aspects of it. I wouldn't have liked the maybe rowdy aspects. And since I do struggle with interpersonal dialogue, you know, sometimes maybe some of the practical jokiness that goes on or aspects like that would have been triggering for me. Um, so I don't know that it would have been the best place, especially not knowing that I had complex PTSD. You know, if I were to go into it now, you know, now my mind is, I understand a lot more things. Um, but again, you know, it, I just think it's another scenario where that baggage can really impact it. So I just wanted to discuss a few of these things and say, if you know, these are all things, um, that I definitely have struggled with. Um, again, I never joined the military, but I had a friend when we were 20 who did sign up and um, they actually got along with it fine. They joined the Navy, but, um, and they seem to like it. So, um, but all the other ones I have actually dealt with, standardized tests, retirement stuff, applying for a job, insurance. I've never bought a home and I never wanted to buy a home. Like I said, the only reason I'd want one is for a garage and a bonfire. So I'm not buying a home just for that. Um, might buy some land. That might be kind of cool. Uh, and then choosing a major, things like that. I know so many people who went into a major and spent so much money on school and they literally never used what they went to school for. They never used it. I've had a lot of people tell me that they're amazed they're like, you are the only person I know who actually went to school for a specific thing and you do it. You do what you went to school for. Um, and I would say that the more that you end up working in the field that you went to school for, you meet more people that did those things. But when I worked in the restaurant business, um, I was a server and a host. Um, you know, I started doing massage and then I did both jobs and people would be like, so you're a massage therapist and you do massage therapy, you know, you went to school for it and you do it like you're actually doing what you went to school for. Um, or if I was going to school for history and volunteering in the, the realm, you know, I was actually doing it. Um, but I've been told by people about that before that, you know, maybe they studied psychology or they studied this or that. And that they're like, you know, I, they're like, I didn't really use it for much of anything. It was just the popular major at the time or whatever. Um, but, you know, these are all things that I think it just needs to be taught differently. And that is actually something that I'll discuss on my history philosophy podcast. But I did want to share that I think because I do think that we have baggage with complex PTSD. It adds a whole other level of confusion for some of these big, big things. These are also things, before I forget, these are also things that, for the most part, they're life-altering, but they can sometimes only take like 45 minutes to do. And that really kills me because things don't go into my long-term memory a lot of the time. I'm really terrible with short-term memory stuff. Um, or actually, let me reverse that. I'm terrible at getting short-term things into my long-term memory. And when things are coming at me that are brand new or things I've never done before, and I 
I feel like I'm almost supposed to know all this stuff about it, and it's stuff that I've never dealt with before. Huge trigger for me. So like the tax stuff, you know, um, or even insurance. When it's new information of something I don't normally deal with, and it's going to affect like my whole life, or at least quite a bit of my life, and it's handled in 45 minutes. So like the insurance, signing up for a certain insurance, you know, it's literally like a 45 minute meeting and it impacts the whole rest of the year. Or, you know, you sign up for a certain job at a state hiring office and you get that job and then you work in it and you might not like it as much as you thought. And, you know, it's little decisions like that. It's like this meeting that you have for 45 minutes like signing up for the military or, um, you know, uh, investing in that 401k, like I talked about, or even taking a standardized test. It's, it's something that might take an hour and it affects the whole rest of your life. And that's another big aspect of this. Like it's something that's almost sudden that I feel like we need more training for a long period of training to get ready for these things. And that way they're not just spur of the moment kind of, you know, you might read a little bit about it and then you're thrown into it and poof, it's just affected the whole rest of your life. And so it's, I just think it's very triggering. It's a very triggering thing that I wanted to discuss. So, um, and like I said, I think that baggage just adds a whole other layer. So if you're triggered or you feel like you didn't handle something correctly and then it affects everything and you already have depression and you feel lost and you feel like you just can't hold things together it's just a whole other situation so you're not alone in feeling that way this is the complex ptsd guy signing off